umgoblue.com by fans for fans since 1999 um, the receiver blocking has uh, elevated the last couple weeks as well and been better. Uh, also the backs, uh, Hassan, Zach, uh, True, uh, you know, th- that, uh, those two. And then good to see True get some, uh, some good carries as well. And um, so those three units. The front right, Ashley. Jim, Shea was active in the run game like pretty early, and mm-hmm. some of that was probably by necessity with the weather, but how necessary is that for him to be active to kind of open things up for the running backs and keep the defense on their toes? Yeah, I think it was especially important in this game and, and something that uh, we had talked about and Shea embraced. You know, when it's when you're running the ball and you know, you know both sides know that you're running, that having that uh, quarterback as a Potential threat or a runner is is key. Um, I thought Shea was really fast too. I thought the, it was his fastest game that he's played as a as a runner and just moving around, scrambles. Um, uh, one time he was you could really tell when he got the the block that was a at least a distraction uh, on True's touchdown. I mean he was he was really moving, um, but he looked he looked really quick and fast. It helped a lot. On the left, Larry. Jim, can you give us an update on Ronnie? And can you talk about how Mike made the most of his opportunities in that game uh, in particular? <clears throat> yeah, no update on Ronnie. Um, <clears throat> Mike really made the most of his opportunities, no question. <coughs> um, made the big third down catch early in the game, which uh, which was great to see, and that's when it was – it was, it was tough to catch the ball at that point when it was really raining in the first half. And, um, you know, the touchdown was, was terrific. Uh, you know, he got, he got uh, wide open, and Shea found him for a, a big gain as well. Uh, but those, those three catches made a big impact. I thought it also blocked well. He was, he was hustling around and uh, you know, really seeing uh, a lot of growth from Mikey. Um, you know, lately, <clears throat> the last... Uh, you know, four weeks, especially in practice, he's uh, he's really g- gained a lot of confidence in catching the football, and uh, he's always been he's always been really good, uh, you know, route running. And but he went through a little spell there where he was wasn't catching the ball great, and uh, and and now his confidence is is back and, and surging. In the middle, Chris. There have been some game-changing pass interference calls in college football. Where are you on replay for pass interference? Uh, yeah, I'd be for that. Like the NFL? Yeah, would it matter though? If it doesn't seem to have made a huge difference in the NFL, the way they've called it, do you think it would matter? I guess it's. Uh, yeah, I don't understand that. Uh, why it's why those aren't being called? Uh, but you know, every time I watch a game, I I hear the commentators commentating on oh they shouldn't challenge it because it's not going to get overturned. None of them get overturned and. And then when one happens and they don't challenge it because they say they should, you know, then 
They should have challenged it. I don't. I don't understand. I don't know. I don't. I'm not privy to any of the the uh, what's going on with that. So you have to ask some of the pro coaches that. Will you see your brother this week? Uh, hopefully, hopefully. I know he's got a he's got a big game against the Patriots. So we'll see. Isaiah? We, uh, we haven't gotten to see much of Luigi in the lane, but he obviously got in late and made a big play. What have you seen? That's the first tackle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What have you seen out of him in his ascension? And, what you know, obviously that was a, that was a big play. Does he look like he's been ready to kind of make some of those big plays like he had late in the game? Yeah, he, so story on uh, Luigi, he missed uh, both both his freshman and sophomore year due, due to injury. And, um, you know, he's persevered. He's, he's uh, maintained a uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I'd say as good as attitude as you as you, you could have, uh, having some of those setbacks. So I think some of those some of those tests have have, have made him stronger and and better. And uh, you know, he's in his redshirt sophomore season, and uh, it's good to see him get his first tackle and, and have some success. But yeah, definitely been seeing the you know the the growth. On the left, Andrea. Jim, this is the first time we've seen you here at a press conference since you sent the letter out to recruits. I was just hoping you could tell us why you felt the need to send uh, send that out. Uh, to our parents, keep the lines of communication open with our parents. Always have had a policy of that. The, the, the phrase enemy <coughs> that, that was in there, can you give us a little more insight into what you're referring to? Um, well, it wasn't really for public consumption, but uh, okay. Let me put it this way: uh, Yeah, use that term, or maybe the term of people that choose not to tell the truth would have been as appropriate or more appropriate. In the front there, right here. How much? How much is it a process for you guys to have blended? I guess some of the stuff offensive. Um, material from last year with with the new concepts that you've tried to implement this year. Say that again, please. How, how much has been the process trying to blend some of the elements of the offense from last year to the um, in years prior with the concepts you're implementing this year? Uh, exact amount of what the process has been. It's been a process. Yeah. What what, what does that entail? I guess trying to. I mean, and how how much does that change week to week with you guys? Um, well, it it changes the amount that it changes. I mean, you like your opponent to think that it could all possibilities are are possible when it comes to schematics. On the right here, Steve. Jim, could you talk about Jalen Mayfield? He's he's the young guy on your line, and, and, and how he's fit in with the veterans and, and what he brings you. Yeah, fit, fits in really good. Um, he's. Uh, He's done a done an outstanding job as a as a freshman, redshirt freshman that he is. Um, you know, very uh, very athletic. I think you can really see how much he was into it uh, in this ball game, and um, you know, plays with uh, means a lot to him. And I just think you know where he's come, kind of a reflection of our whole team. Probably the thing that stood out to me the most from the ball game Saturday night was. Just um, how much unconditional belief our players had in each other and themselves. And it was like as high as I've ever seen it. I mean, almost, I mean, like a, practically 100% of 
they knew they would get their own job done. They knew that the player next to them would get their job done. It was just, it was just what they, what they knew. So does all the linemen can trust Jalen to get his job done? Yeah, hundred um, percent. That's that's uh, what I noticed on Saturday night. To a man, across the board, you know, um, starters and backups. You know, I just saw our players go into that game confident in their ability to get their own job done and confident in, in each, and other, each and every other man to get their job done unconditionally. It was just impressive. Rod Harry, Angelique. Uh, Jim, how have you seen Josh Gaddis evolve as a, as a coordinator through these first uh, seven games? Yeah, doing really, doing really well. Um, you know, just he works extremely hard at it. Um, you know, watches uh, watches every bit of tape that that can be watched, and um, he's he trusts the players. The players trust him. They have that same unconditional um, belief that, and I would say the same for the coaches. I mean, and he believes he's going to get his job done, and the players believe he's going to get his job done, and. Uh, I've really felt that he's been personally invested in every every spring practice number one I could go back to to um, just impressed with how how personal it was to him to that spring that those practices were good same in training camp same in the games I mean he's been he's been hundred uh, percent invested I just meant because of their history and, and the words exchanged in the uh, early season, early part of the season, from Big Ten media days. Yeah, and I, I would go back to every every practice I've seen him in, uh, in every game. He's been he's been as invested as you could possibly be. Um, you know, so I would expect the same this week. In the back left, Daniel. What stands out to you most about Dax's progression within this season? He, his mind for the game. Um, you know, he is a really smart player. He uh, he understands beyond his years. A uh, couple of plays stood out. You know, the, the two fumble recoveries. I mean, he just knew. You know, like even when he was 20 yards away, maybe 15, 220, whatever it was, 18. Um, he could see the play developing in front of him, and and most of the time, ball on the ground, three, four people around it. You're 18 yards away. You don't think you're going to get there, but he just knew to, he just knew to accelerate and and uh, you know went in like an arrow through snow to get the to get the football and, and came, come up with that recovery. Uh, I thought that was really impressive. There was another another throw to the boundary um, away from our sideline where he had he had the good coverage, uh, just sensed the sideline and. And uh, saw the pass was high, and you know, uh, was just as smooth as he could be, and you know, not holding or grabbing, or um, he just saw it all, and you know, calculated all those things, and you know, let the let the pass be incomplete. Uh, and there's so many examples like that where he's just he's got a real real intuition for the game. How much of that do you feel like is natural, but he's always trying versus? What he's doing this season, given the, the increased snaps, it feels like every week. Yeah, the the experience, the coaching, 
um, and you know, the you know reps that he's had and as a football player since he was very young. How much is each? Uh, I, I don't know for sure, but I'm sure that they all they all play a role. Got time for a couple more. Start in the front, Rainer. Can you take me back to the uh, you know hiring process of Josh? I know Maryland was very much interested in bringing him aboard. And, uh, <coughs> did you get the sense that he was conflicted about uh, you know where to go at that point? Uh, I think it's all that ground's been pretty well plowed, uh, well documented. I don't think there's any need to take you back to it. I, I'm just really interested in. Uh, Game planning this week, and I'll focus on this game. This it's a big game for us. Is that a tough decision for you know when a coach has to choose between you know? You can probably talk to Josh, you know, rather than me speculate. On the left, Larry. Jim, when you look back to uh, when your team started to click against Penn State and then through Notre Dame, my question is: Do you believe in momentum in, in football? Like, that one game can carry over to the next, or does each game stand on its own and there's no momentum? I, I, I don't exactly know the formula on that one either. Um, momentum, Albert Einstein, I think he had a, had a formula. <laughs> but I, don't, I don't have a formula on that one. Thanks, Ari. <laughs> Momentum. What, what was your when you watched the Spinellas play? What was your impression of that? I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was um, a really good play by him. The players in the watch. I mean, it seemed like he got. Yeah, I mean that that could probably there's probably Einstein's uh, <laughs> relativity with mass and momentum and. Well, if anybody could explain speed, it. Speed, acceleration. Force. Force. He could he could explain it. <laughs> I, I lost my excellence in math right after long division, so. <laughs> Last question there, Andrea. Uh, as a follow-up to the momentum thing, you might not have a formula for that, but the confidence, you were saying everybody kind of believing in each other in this game, you saw it in space. How can that now continue to carry through the rest of the season for you guys? Uh, that, that, that does bode well. Uh, that is... You know, that unconditional belief in each other is is huge, in my opinion. All right. Thank Thanks. you, Coach. Yep. Thank you for listening to the UMGoBlue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for UMGoBlue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.